That was good. That last Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's tea time with the Chiefs. That's right. We're sitting around the table, but this time there's only three of us. Aww. But we're here. We're drinking tea. And we're ready to bring you an amazing, action-packed episode. So who's missing? Who is missing? I just really want to sniff right now. <laughs> we are getting bad? over a little bit of a cold, but uh, bear with us. Uh, I think we'll have a good episode. Um, that is right. Evan Beachy is missing. And uh, I don't know. Kenny, do you want to give us uh, a reason why? Yeah. So I got a text from him yesterday saying Mexico is great. Oh. Mexico is great. Figure that one out. What would draw it to Mexico? It had a photo. Weird. Big hat. Him. You you wonder. Sombreros. Sombreros. Maybe. That's the word. No. This is what it was Senoritas. Ah. Not not plural. Senorita. 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 Yeah. Yes. So Evan, Evan has a girlfriend that lives in Mexico. So figure that. A senorita. Yes, but he looked happy. So for which we are happy. I think we're happy that he's happy, and that he can spend Christmas down, down there, the other side of the world, with with his special folks. So yeah. But we do miss him. So Mm -hmm. shout out to him. Yeah. And. Stuff like that. It's not the same, but uh, we can still keep the holding the fort down and, and do our yeah. best at mm-hmm. what's left here. In fact, we have been doing some fun events around this past week, oh, especially with the Christmas season. Mm, and um, yeah, things go on and we find new things to explore, <clears> including <throat> exploring a sunken ship. I had no idea about this ship until Kenny introduced it to the rest yeah. of us. So it's a place called Ardmore down the coast there, and um, we just drove down and decided to try and find this. And it was kind of weird, because I gave the impression earlier, I don't know why I give this impression, but there's all these cool places I've heard about around us here in Ireland. Abandoned mansions. Thing is, a lot of these places I've heard about, a lot of these um, a good friend of mine, Henry, would know about and sort of research, and so Mm. I would have heard lots of things. And so it's funny, you kind of get the impression that I've been there before, but it actually, it was just a place I heard about. So when we got there, Malachi asked me, so where is it? And I was like, I don't know, I've never been here before. (laughs) (laughs) We found it anyways. I kept looking out in the ocean, so it's basically a coastal walk, and it's the coast that faces towards the UK, and so apparently there was a ship, as Yannick researched, what? What exactly happened to this ship in the beginning, Yannick? What was a crane barge? It was mm. a crane barge. Whatever that is, I'm not entirely sure what a crane barge is, but um, it was in 1987, I think, and it was being towed by a tugboat out of Liverpool. Mm. And the tow line broke um, just off the coast of Wales. And they tried to reconnect it, but um, the gale was too strong. The seas mm. were too high, mm. and they couldn't do it. So the two men who were on board were, were, were rescued and <clears throat> the barge floated all the way to the coast of Ireland and it hit the coast the next day. It barged oh, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> from Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, yeah, and there it is. And I think, I think there were some like dangerous substances on it 
some something like that. And those were removed very quickly, but the rest of the thing was mm-hmm. was just left there. There was something. There was and an ocean, ocean trash. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. ocean trash. Um, yeah. There was part of it that collapsed in 2016, but the rest of it is there. I mean, it's it's cool to yeah. look at. It, it is. It is cool. To we look got at. a good look at it. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Seeing the waves come in, spray oh, yeah. hit mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Seagulls flying, nice. right. beautiful stuff. Yeah, that was nice. We spent a good what twenty minutes, half hour, just sitting there in the grass yeah. on the edge of the cliffs, mm. just looking mm. down on the thing. And Arthur joined us. Lovely, Arthur yeah. joined us. That yeah, was, that Arthur. Was nice. Yeah, Arthur's a great guy. He came alive enough to party. And yeah, I mean, it was enough there. You could just sit and admire or mm-hmm. respect. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> or you could just respect. You could just sit respect. there. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what people do when they're just sitting somewhere and watching a sunken ship? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Hey, we have a great topic Dude, lined up. And I, I saw Yannick today. Yeah. There was sweat pouring down his face. This he dude was, is he was passionate running, about He was something. running in and out the door. <laughs> like, papers were flying left and right. <laughs> the, printer, oh. the printer conked out because, because it was working so hard. But Yannick has been preparing. I was sweating spinal fluid. <laughs> Not only was Yannick sweating, the printer was sweating as well. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, this guy knows how to take notes. He was from the university. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. He, I mean, he probably learned how to do like different essays and stuff like that. But he, he's done an amazing job today. And I, as far as I know, he, this dude is passionate about this subject. Yeah. And and I can't wait to hear more from him. Yeah. Um, the subject today is being open-minded. We're gonna be open-minded today. Good. Speed. And uh, it's something that I have had to learn so much in the last I'm gonna say six months you know mm. it's just the way I grew up and it's my personality mm. but I am a passionate dude yeah and so I agree. whatever it is and this is a scary part it might not always be right but whatever it is I own it and so mm. I have to be open to maybe another view because often when I hear somebody going off about another religious view another political view another just a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. I raise all my flags and I say, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at. I'm learning and uh, learning to be open-minded because there's there's so many good things about being open-minded. Yeah. Um, Chief Yannick here has a bit for us today. He's and been uh, on it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna turn the time over to him and I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna learn and be open-minded. Go for it, Yannick. Okay, yeah, so, well, I was thinking last night, you know, what is the definition of being off, of having an open mind? What's, what's, what's the, what does it actually mean? And um, Chief Candy helped me with this a little bit. Well, he helped me with it quite a lot, actually. Mm. Um, I suppose our definition of open-mindedness, as we're going to be talking about it today, is being open to hearing an opinion that's different from yours. The, having the ability to consider an idea that is new to you, not rejecting it outright. It yeah. does not mean that you accept, that you simply accept everything mm-hmm. you hear straight away, but yeah. it means that you are willing to, in a sense, I suppose, empathize mm-hmm. and try and see issues from the other person's perspective. Yes. And that is more uncommon today than we think it is. Hundred percent. Um, it's it's yeah. It's it. I think it's becoming a lost skill, and it's it's crucial. It's crucial to mm-hmm. having a to having good relationships. It's crucial if mm-hmm. if 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 you like to think about it this way. It's crucial to having a well functioning society mm-hmm. as oh. well. 
Mm-hmm. So, I, I want to talk about three things. First of all, why we want to be open-minded. I've talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit already. How I think we can be open-minded in our everyday, everyday interactions. Right. And finally, it's good to be open-minded even about the concept of being open-minded. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to talk about to what extent we should be open-minded mm-hmm. and whether, whether, whether you can take it too far. So first of all, why? And I suppose the main reason is that, I mean, we're fallible, right? Mm-hmm. We might be wrong. I might have a perf- perfectly good idea about mm-hmm. something, but that doesn't mean that I'm right. Like, I might have my own political views. I mm-hmm. might have my own views on church. I might have my own views on music, on dress, on anything, yeah. really. I might have my own views on how, I mean, camp should be run even. But yeah. that does not mean that I'm right. And at the end of the day, it comes down to humility. Am I willing to accept or consider the fact that I might be wrong? Mm -hmm. Secondly, people have reasons for believing what they do. And I think this is something that, again, we tend to forget all the time. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. other people have very good reasons for having their own views. Mm -hmm. The other side isn't dumb. And again, I think I think the area that this comes out the most in would be politics. Mm-hmm. But but don't limit yourself to politics. It 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 applies everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if I can add something real quick here, um, just for myself, it it that came out in maybe my church setting, mm. and and I see it across the board. You know, it can be in in any area. But uh, I'm like, man, I don't agree with that guy. I want to just flee the situation and go somewhere else I just no I don't want to know you know what I found is if I just sit down and even though I don't agree with somebody if I say hey man let's go out for coffee and you look at each other in the eye that dude will make sense Mm. and suddenly I start respecting the view Mm -hmm. that doesn't still doesn't mean I I agree with him no no but suddenly my attitude has changed Mm -hmm. at least you at least you brought respect that's yeah, the there's yeah, respect, yeah. there's so mutual respect, respect. Mm-hmm. and suddenly living with that person isn't as bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you can understand them, and I really like the um, what you brought out there about it bringing respect for other people, mm-hmm. because part of it is, it also, is also recognizing the other person as a valid human mm-hmm. being, as a human being with their own opinions, with the ability to think, yes. and with the ability to reason, because all too often, we, I mean, exactly. we look at we look at people who disagree with us, and we're like, they're just thickos, like yeah. they they don't they don't know what they're talking about. They haven't thought this through. Yeah. And okay, to be fair, in some cases they haven't, and but to be per- to be perfectly honest, I hold opinions that I haven't thought through either. True. We all do. Yeah. Well, um, but it's not healthy to start off with that assumption. Yeah, I was just going to interject that that is definitely a hugely common thing to just have an opinion that's not fully developed or mm-hmm. fully refined. Mm-hmm. That's just it's kind of the basic part of, of human nature. Like, that's true. Yeah. That is very true. No, thank, thanks for bringing that balance because, um, yeah, sometimes... We also think, oh, you know, so-and-so can't, you know, fully verbalize all the reasons for believing what they do, therefore they're dumb. Mm. That's not true either. Not at all. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 
it's still important to um, to take the time to try and understand exactly where the other person is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a favorite uh, example from the Bible, actually, hmm. about about people who did that. He's bringing the it's ultimate authority. Ultimate authority. Exactly. Wow. Um, it's it's found in Acts chapter seventeen, and this is just after um, Paul and Silas were in. Would you say Thessalonica? Mm. Thessalonica. I would have said Thessalonica. Yeah. Thessalonica. I would, yeah. I, I would have preferred Thessalonica myself. Yeah. Rather <laughs> well, than Thessalonica. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's all yeah. like a good no, it's Thessalonica. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and anyway, they they'd just been there. They'd just been persecuted there, and so the and so it says in verse ten, the brothers in Thessalonica mm-hmm. immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews, the Bereans, were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Mm, wow. And That's it's not like they just they just accepted it just from Paul's word. I mean, oh, you know, this, this dude is so clever, he must know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Mm. No, they actually went back and they took the time to try and understand mm-hmm. what Paul was saying, why he was saying it, what the evidence is for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't blindly accept it, and I'll talk a little bit more they had a really, about that later. They had a really good attitude there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, <clears throat> for, for myself, uh, maybe it's a, a co-worker, maybe it's something I'm friend, somebody I'm friends with, but bring a new idea, mm-hmm. and I think that's what the Thessalonians were, I don't know if I said that Thessalonians. right. Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My homeschooled side. <laughs> Whoa. No, so, uh, we need to talk about that? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe in another episode. So, uh, maybe they, they heard this crazy idea, and instead of just, like, raising crazy opinions and arguing, they mm. might have said, hey, I'm on the journey too. Let me go home and I'm going to study. And I think that can that's a humble answer. And I think we that's how we should respond at times too is like, "Hey, I'm I'm figuring it out too. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers." Mm-hmm. And I think they went to the right place. And they went and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Indeed. What Indeed. a great example. And there is a the, uh, there is a verse I forget which epistle it is right now where Paul is where God is telling us in the Bible um, to consider others better than yourselves, mm. and I think I think this this really comes back to the issue of humility and open-mindedness is part of that. Um, right. If I really consider other people better than myself, then I will start off with the assumption that you know perhaps they know what they're talking about, and I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's that's. That's a good way. So, yeah. so um, how do we do it in practice? Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think I said it before, but what I what I like to do, what I try to do, is to always approach a discussion on any topic with the assumption that I might be wrong. And this this is harder than it sounds. Mm. It really is harder than it sounds because whenever we were sort of presented with an idea mm-hmm. that that we don't agree with our initial sort of gut response is to try and bring our own information to the table and try and um, 
try and persuade other people um, because because we believe that we're right. Mm-hmm. But it's such a, it's yeah. such a natural reaction. It is. It's it something is. that's very, very difficult to curb. Mm-hmm. It's true. And maybe the question isn't so much, you know, why do we do it so much? It's more just the fact that it's what we do over and over again, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. what we're drawn towards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think that if someone gives an idea that I'm not familiar with or I don't agree with my first step should be try and find out about about their point of view about the reasons behind it as much as possible be curious mm-hmm. ask questions understand try to understand their idea their point of view before understand. before presenting your own it's okay to present your own they're presenting their own you have a right to present your own exactly. but understand where they're coming from first um, yeah I would I would almost challenge us to think about it this way if if I am unable to defend an idea do I have any right to attack it mm-hmm. so for example um, there's a political viewpoint right if I if I'm able to sit down and say this is what this political viewpoint is all about and this is why it makes sense this mm-hmm. those are the reasons for it mm-hmm. then I understand it well enough to be able to say but actually it doesn't stand up if all I can say about the viewpoint is it's dumb then I have absolutely no right to say anything about it exactly. because it means that I don't understand it exactly yeah and and, and that's yeah. that's that's hard to do because, because it takes effort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's everything. I mean, to say that another person is stupid is the easiest thing in the world. Mm. And I just sen- killed a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse good me. Good job. Thank you. Way to be there. Yeah. That makes such good sense what you're saying. Um, just the fact of if there's an idea that you disagree with, you have no basis to stand on unless you've understood it yourself. Well, in, intimate knowledge mm, of an idea but, of a situation yeah. is crucial Yeah. Um, in order right. to be able to say anything about it. Maybe maybe not necessarily first-hand experience, but like you said, mm-hmm. just the in-depth knowledge, just mm. right. taking an extra step to like mm-hmm. get a basis mm-hmm. of what it's about. And then, and like you said, that's exactly, I think people can people can tell when we've done that. Like, yeah. That's what's affecting yeah. mm-hmm. Someone can tell if you're just blasting it because you're ignorant of it, or you're blasting it because you've been there and you know something about it. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Anyways, indeed. Back to you. No, and I think we'll get more into that as we discuss the to what extent, but yeah, please we will. go ahead. We will, because, yeah, if we move on, if we move on to a third point now, to what extent are we supposed to be open-minded? Mm-hmm. I think the the crucial thing to remember here is that open-mindedness is not an end in itself. We aren't being open-minded for right. the sake of it. Open-mindedness is a means to an end. Yeah. And the end is to uh, become wiser people, essentially. Yeah. Um, know where you stand. I mean, it, just because you're open-minded that doesn't mean you don't have mm-hmm. any opinions. You mm-hmm. might have very strong opinions, but you're still, you're still willing to hear other other people out just like the Bereans 
right? They didn't, they didn't just say, oh, Paul, you're amazing. We're just going to follow you right now, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they, 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 they thought about it. Yeah. They might have had preconceived ideas, but yeah. they thought about it. Because, I mean, they were people just like you and I, and they mm -hmm. were probably like, oh, no, 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 this way, this way, no. Yeah. But, but they were open. Exactly. And they said, ah, he might, have, he might be mm -hmm. on to something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If there's anything in, in your life, in your opinions, in your worldview that is non-negotiable, know what that is. Mm. And so for me, for example, there is one basic thing that is non-negotiable, and that is the fact that the Bible is infallible. And mm. what I mean by that isn't that everybody in the Bible did, did the right thing, right? That's, that's not what I mean. But what I do mean is that if the Bible says this is true, mm -hmm. this is true. Mm. And that, yeah. for me, I'm still happy to hear someone else out. Exactly. But that is not something that I'm willing to change. Mm -hmm. um, and you can call that a closed mind, but uh, <laughs> I think well, that there you, just, you go. And you prove <laughs> that you can be open-minded and yet <laughs> be non-negotiable. That's the good balance. Yeah. Well, I think he gave the perfect description of to what extent. Exactly. To what extent. I mean, to what extent. And that's it's like, what I'll be open-minded mm -hmm. to this to this far. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's what makes open-mindedness actually good. Is yeah. when you have the idea of to what extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, and 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 the fact that it's 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 not just an end in itself. Um, if we're too open-minded, we could get to a point where we have no opinions, mm. where we consider everything, every opinion to be equally valid, where we have absolutely no discernment. In the worst case scenario, we believe that there is no absolute truth mm. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, truth is whatever you make it because we, you know, we want to be open-minded and tolerant. Um, there's, a, there's, a great, <laughs> there's a great quote that I heard from a lady um, I know. Her name's Helen. And okay. she sounds wise. I know Helen. <laughs> ah, and let me tell you, I'll, Helen Keller. I'll, I'll vouch for her credibility because I met, I met she, her. Too. You're saying the same Helen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I met her. Yannick took me to meet her. Okay. She's, she's struggling physically, but she's totally sold out for God. Like her heart's she's, totally mm -hmm. sold out for she's, God. That that's it's inspiring. That's great. She's she's you know confined to a chair, but her whole body is just full of like life dedicated to God. That's awesome. So anyways. Well, I what remember her, say? her saying once, the trouble with an open mind is that your brain can fall out. <laughs> the trouble with an open mind is that your brain can fall out. And I think, I think there's, <laughs> it's, it's true. If your mind is so open mm. that, you, that you have no opinions, mm -hmm. then your brain will fall out. Yeah. I mean, you, you aren't able to think anymore. And that that really isn't open-mindedness anymore that's 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 taking it too far yeah uh, um, I agree open-mindedness is the ability and the willingness to consider new ideas mm. it is not saying there is no absolute truth and everybody everybody's right right Amen. yeah you know being open-minded and we were thinking about to what extent I don't think uh, trying to be open-minded or gain as much exposure as possible is ever an excuse to mm -hmm. become involved in wrong things. No. Um, like, what I'm saying is, um, Thank I'm you. thinking, oh, I'd love to be open, I want to be open-minded, I want as much as exposure so I can talk to anybody about any subject, I can have this experience, mm -hmm. I can be passionate about this. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go out 
and smoke cigarettes just because I want the exposure and mm. the open-mindedness to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank so you. I don't think it's ever an excuse yep. to become involved in something that, that yep. still isn't right. right. And all that being said, I see something in our society, in young people today, and I would love to rant to maybe the younger me and maybe a lot of youth out there that are thinking, or this is at least what I thought, was, oh, that older gentleman that is telling me or warning me not to do something, and I'm thinking, wait, he's never been there. He doesn't know anything about this situation. False. Let me tell you something. Just because somebody played it safe doesn't mean that they don't know what's right. Mm, And so we need to take heed and to those people that have been there, and I know it's hard to do because it's listening to authority. Mm, But uh, there's my mini rant for the day. Um, (laughs) You know, some of those older people have a lot more wisdom than we sometimes give them credit for. That's right. But I think think that there's also... Come ties in with the issue of open-mindedness because you're being open-minded to that older person's opinions, mm-hmm. not discrediting them straight away because uh, they they obviously don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and I yeah. Mean, this this it, it's 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 a very it's a very strong warning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think I think it's very appropriate to say mm-hmm. that. Um, the other thing is, in terms of just in terms of ideas, um, we also have to be a bit careful with our time. Yeah. Like, mm. I mean, mm. I can be, I can decide, you know, I don't want to believe in Islam, I don't want to believe in Buddhism, I don't want to be a Rastafarian, I don't want to be this, <laughs> this, this. So I'm going to go and study all of those religions mm. to figure out what, exactly why I don't believe them. Mm. And, and, you know, yeah. you can take it too far. Yeah, if, it can't um, be taken too far. For me, as a Christian, it's best to study, to study Christianity as much as possible to study the Bible to get to know God and if it so happens that I do meet a Muslim and I remember talking to an Imam for about 20 minutes and it was it was a fascinating conversation and I I found out so much about Islam Mm -hmm. but I think I think if I just gone home and studied and studied and studied Mm -hmm. that would have almost been a waste of time Mm -hmm. for me so yeah I like I like what you're saying there because I think it's reminding me that the the greatest, the greatest ap- application of the whole subject you just gave there is interpersonal conversation with people. Mm. That's, that's the place where it comes out mm. the most. It's not necessarily what we spend our time pursuing personally. It's how we relate through conversation and through discussion mm-hmm. with other people. That's where it applies best. Maybe yes. The yes. Gotcha. That's an excellent point. I like that's that. That's an excellent point. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. And ultimately, I suppose there is a second reason for being open-minded, and that is building good relationships, mm-hmm. building yes. building relationships with people. Yeah. One yes. is to, you know, educate yourself, make yourself mm-hmm. a wiser person. The other one is to build good relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, should we have another cough drop? Well, I think so, <laughs> and I think I need a refill on some tea. Yeah, I need to go blow my so nose. Exactly. So, so uh, that's yeah. a wrap for our episode today. Um, I just want to say, go be open-minded. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a Wait, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. More like Happy New Year at this point. Happy New Year, exactly. <laughs> Maybe, well, they're still having a Merry Christmas hey, guys, season. guys, oh. we're just a few days away from 2020. 2020, guys. Oh, and you're probably like, oh, wait, 20, scary, like, okay, what am I going to do in New Year's resolution? Let me just tell you something. Go be open-minded. And I don't know what that means for you. Maybe it means go travel more. Go see an old friend. Go 
Try mm. something new. Yeah. Whatever it is. Try something new. Wear mismatching socks. Wear a mismatching sock. Try a new hobby. Um, meet, make a new friend. I'm Talk not to somebody. Mismatching socks. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> but uh, make a new friend. Just be open-minded, but also be careful with your open-mindedness. To what extent? Exactly. That's it for this episode. Great Thanks so much for guys. tuning in. Thank you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. See you later. Bye.